Hey, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project, where music making matters. I'm your host, Ashley Bienyage. Each episode features interviews with local music makers in hopes to connect the vibrant Winnipeg music scene with listeners like you. Through stories of songwriting, album releases, and touring, listen to the unique journeys of local artists who love what they do. Welcome to the first ever Winnipeg Music Project. My name is Ashley Bienyaj and I will be your host. We went from this little blog on the internet to a real live radio show, which is completely insane. So I want to say thank you to UMFM uh, for giving me this awesome opportunity. Uh, But enough about me. Uh, You just heard uh, Miss You by Dustin Harder, one of the two really cool musicians I met with for today's show, the other being Diamond Joe, who you'll also hear a live performance uh, at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. Um, But both Dustin and Joe have joined forces to do a Western Canada tour together, which is being sponsored and presented by Farmer Brewery. Uh, To kick off their tour, they're going to be doing a show here in Winnipeg tomorrow at La Scala on Cordon Avenue at 9 p.m. Um, you should definitely go to that. It's totally free admission, uh, but they are accepting gas donations and or money for gas donations and uh, non-perishable uh, good food items or bad food, whatever, uh, for local banks uh, for each town that they go to visit. So you should definitely go check it out, support them. They are extremely talented and really cool. Uh, but for now, stay tuned and listen to the first ever Winnipeg Music Project episode. Enjoy! All right, so start by telling me about yourself. Uh, let's see here. My name is uh, Diamond Joe Dutain. I am born and raised in Winnipeg. I started off as a busker, and I still am a busker. I found it's uh, a great way to get paid to practice. It's always been a little thing that I like to keep in mind. And uh, a lot of it's just started from an open mic uh, at uh, the, what was used to be called Dylan O'Connor's. And that's started with that, and then I just kind of keep going, kept going from there. Awesome. Uh, name is Dustin Harder. Uh, worked with uh, many groups. I guess I started out uh, my first performing at Show and Tell in kindergarten. Um, I'm 37 years of age now. I've been playing the guitar for 31 years. Um, my first performance was with a band called the Spoon Feeders when I was at Mona Churchill High School. We played at the old uh, Blue Note Cafe. We were actually the last band to play there before it got uh, busted up and, uh, and, and, and moved to Portage Avenue. Um, Did you have anything to do with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we were underage playing there. No uh, worries. I had anything to do with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I uh, started writing writing songs at the age of nine, and um, I've uh, always just always been a musician. I don't know any other way of life. Well, why are you guys working together for this tour? I wake up and I ask myself the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I think personally, if I like for me, why am I with Dustin? Because I see a lot of myself in him, and uh, he and I. Have you always just gotten together, uh, gotten along? Mm-hmm. 
pretty well. I think the first time that we actually played together was at La Scala, where we're doing our, yeah. our uh, performance tomorrow. That's right. Uh, and so when I we met him, we met each other, and we just kind of, uh, hey, you want to play pool? Yeah, let's play pool. And we started shooting pool, drinking beer. We played a show, and it wasn't even like anything. There was no pressure. It was just so I think why we're together. For, and again, personally, like I really want to get a bit of his experience and get some of his knowledge of the things that he's uh, gained through his, like you said, thirty years of playing and everything like that. It's a real wealth of knowledge that I can be. A, be surrounded by. Yeah, I've been on uh, two tours uh, in 2010 and 2011, 20, uh, 2010 and 2011, I believe. Um, I did two tours with, uh, uh, back in the day, I ran under the Dusty Roads band name. Um, mm -hmm. Now, those since that uh, band has uh, <coughs> parted, uh, it, they've moved, the members have moved on. Uh, uh, Jake Bell, who is the drummer, plays with the J.D. Edwards band, a very popular local band. Mm -hmm. uh, he also plays with Sweet Alibi. Oh, wow. um, Jess Eyre was the other singer in the Dusty Rhodes band, and she was the leader of the Sweet Alibi. So it was kind of a catalyst group that that uh, you know people went off and formed some other great great bands with that. Um, so going back, uh, I've toured west twice now. Kind of done the Prairie Circuit uh, up the Yellowhead, Saskatoon, Edmonton area, back down Calgary, Manton, small towns, and back to Manitoba. And uh, I've always been wanting to bring my music into BC. Um, I haven't done it since I was 19 when I hitchhiked up to Dawson City, busking mm -hmm. my way. And um, I've just been getting a lot of folks going, you know, come to BC, come to BC, come to BC over the years. So mm -hmm. it was uh, it basically um, what motivated me to get this tour going was um, I was working um, the day job to help pay the bills while being a musician like most of us do. Mm -hmm. And um, the, uh, without naming any names, there was a, uh, uh, a woman at the place that I worked at who was my supervisor who had a real um, uh, eagle concept or something like a power tripping concept. Mm -hmm. Authority I, kind of Authority thing. complex. And, uh, and I pulled her off to the side <laughs> and spoke my mind. And uh, uh, later that evening, I got told that I guess I don't fit in with their company and was like, no. <laughs> and since I didn't have a job, I was like, I better go make a job. Yeah. So I just started making phone calls and mm -hmm. started going, you know, I'm just going to go on tour. It's time to get out of get out of Winnipeg for a while. You know, it's funny. There's a lot to be said for that, like, uh, uh, in, uh, inspiration. What's the impulse? Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be said for that impulse because what you were just saying there reminded me of a time also, uh, I was making a few bucks. I was doing an open mic. I was hosting an open mic at that Dylan O'Connor's on Portage there. And... Anyway, I got a got a job, and you know things were looking up. It was looking good in the career sector of my life, and then it just didn't work, and the job totally fell apart. And as soon as I quit or got fired, I can't remember how it went. You know, nobody wants to fire me. Both. Yeah, it's a little bit of both, right? I choose to leave after I got fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, like you said, right after that, I phoned Dylan O'Connor's again, and I got in doing open mics again and I started hosting again and so it's kind of like that impulse thing where you're just like well now I'm going to do this and if the if the universe let's just call it that is going to let you flow in that direction and I think it's really good to just kind of follow that up mm -hmm. so thing and that, that's how it was for me when I when I decided to hitchhike to Dawson City I, w I really wasn't intention intending to go there at the time mm -hmm. um, but uh uh, my cousin and I, originally the trip started, we were going to go to Cranbrook, B.C. because uh, a relative had passed away and 
we wanted to go to the funeral mm-hmm. and we ended up hitching the pipe in our way there when we got to Banff and we were supposed to get out of this uh, uh, VW van with these great folks who picked us up <laughs> inside of Calgary yeah. um, it was a whiteout and we're like well we're not getting out here <laughs> yeah. and we both looked at each other and said well we, we were prairie boys we've never seen the ocean let's just keep heading west so right. we ended up on Granville Avenue at like uh, I don't know what was like a day later and it was like nine at night and we had no idea where we were going to stay that night or anything but we just started busking yeah. and we ended up meeting a guy who lived right above a Chinese food restaurant and yeah. he said hey you guys stay in the night he jammed with us for a bit That's we awesome. stayed there for a week we ended up busking on the streets had an egg roll and <laughs> my, my, my cousin decides to get cold feet and moves on and, and heads back yeah. to Winnipeg and I meet this uh, cat from uh, from Quebec who was in uh, uh forgetting the name of it, Baja, Baja, uh, California, mm-hmm. and he was busking his way up to Dawson City, and he told me about Dawson, and I, and I remembered my grandfather, who got me playing, always dreaming of going to Dawson to pan for gold, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's go, I'm going to go live my grandfather's dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns out we got there in three days, three rides, the fastest, the locals <laughs> said the fastest hitchhiking story ever, like, yeah. it was fate, right? Yeah, yeah. if it goes, yeah, you exactly. got to go with it, right? Next thing I know, I walk into the place, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I got a guitar in hand, and the, one of the locals says, uh, "So you're a picker?" I said, "Sure." <laughs> yeah. And a midnight toker, and all yeah. about, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, he says, "Well, pick us a tune, kid." So I did, and uh, next thing he knows, he, he says, "Well, that was pretty good. You want a job?" I says, "Yeah, sure. What?" He says, uh, "See all our instruments on stage: violin, uh, mandolins, guitars, bass, everything." Uh, can you restring it all and tune it up? And I said, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I'd never restrung a fiddle or a banjo <laughs> yeah. or a mandolin, yeah. but I did it anyways. Yeah. And, do uh, strings. And, 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 uh, and, and the next thing I know after that, uh, uh, it was one job after the other uh, mm-hmm. that they were, uh, they were offering me. And then the guy that actually got me the first job and my foot in the door at the Westminster Hotel, it's an infamous place in Dawson City for mm-hmm. live music, uh, he went down to Whitehorse and uh, I just happened to be the next guy who could play guitar in town, so yeah. I, got, I got his job playing five minutes a week, four forty-five a night. So, nice. Uh, that, that, that's really what uh, started me to uh, the, the guys in the band who were very, very experienced. All uh, let's see, I was nineteen at the time, and they were all like forty plus. Yeah. And um, and they're like, "You sure you want to do this for a living? It ain't all fun and games. It's hard work." Yeah. And little did I know too that, uh, and and I learned, I guess, the hard way. I always thought that I had to follow the footsteps of people that I looked up to, uh, Eric Clapton, Stevie Vaughan, uh, a lot of those, uh, a lot yeah. of those greats, yeah. and uh, and I won't lie, I partied like. Yeah. <laughs> you can beat that part out. <laughs> the one fringe benefit of being in the band was from nine in the morning till three in the morning when the bar closed, the band got free booze. Yeah, uh, yeah, for, for a year. So I'm I, staying up late. So, so you know, I, I ended up. Uh, Maybe becoming a bit of an alcoholic, at yeah. that point. and uh, and I fought fought that demon over the years. But I did realize though that through those lessons that, that everybody has their own path, and and there's no everybody has their own path, and you don't have yeah. to, to to go through the whole sex, drugs, and rock and roll to be inspired to become yeah. that good at what yeah. you do in your art, right? It's kind of uh, like it's my rant. Well, some yeah, yeah, yeah. rant. Yeah, let me just bring you back in there. Just here. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now the interview's over. Yeah. That's where you're starting. Yeah, talking about how great I am. Yeah. Where's my ten minutes of great? <laughs> so for the for the show that you guys are doing or for the tour, um, how are you guys picking your your songs? 
or whose who songs have been <coughs> being played? Well, I don't know. We, we kind of decided that we're going to do, uh, each show will be a little bit different. Um, for the first part of the tour, until we get to Kelowna, where we're picking up bandmates, we're going to be duo, doing duo shows where uh, Joe will, uh, or I will perform, a, say, a 30-minute set of songs, mm-hmm. and then the, 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 either him or I will switch, we'll switch up. And then, uh, and then, and then the this, the the, uh, the next part of our show, we we're thinking of uh, doing it more like a like a folk fest workshop style storytelling right. style, where he'll he'll pick a song and maybe I'll back him up on it, and then I'll play a song and maybe he'll back up and vice versa. So it's kind of neat the way like because we both have our own we have our own sets and we have our own, own style. You know, style yeah. So it's like you know if the neat thing about our shows and the exciting thing that we bring is that hey we this is what we do. And if you want to come and be entertained at La Scala on Thursday night, yes, nine o'clock, nine o'clock, yeah. we're gonna deliver. That's our thing, right? So we, we we're you know we're going on the road, and it's kind of like it's like two individuals going on the road together. Yeah, yeah. we're you know, and I've honestly like, dude, I've thought about it. I'm just like, holy moly, we got like ten days together. We both have like big personalities, so it's like mm-hmm. just gotta stay calm. Yeah, we gotta you know? be best friends or hate each other. Right I think you yeah. know. It's, I think it's. I'm gonna gain a lot of. It's I gonna be a lot of respect and just being yeah. like. Okay. I don't think there'll be any hate involved. It's all love, man. That's yeah. good. That's good. Feels yeah. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a if if I can, if I may continue the like, this is the biggest thing that I've been do, I've done in my music career. I've been playing now for five five years and. Like I've you know I've I've traveled out to BC. I love going to BC just because of the atmosphere and the people. I seem to get along really well with them. They're of the granola pers- persuasion, mm-hmm. and I, I it's it's ten days and you get to go and play music and you get to travel mm-hmm. and you get to you know make new friends. Like what? Why wouldn't you do these? You know, why wouldn't you do one it? of the big reasons why I play music? <clears throat> yeah, and I don't I don't know why I've let myself stay in Winnipeg for so long. I love yeah. Winnipeg and it's yeah, very it's great. supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, when you when in any art, uh, especially being a musician, to really uh, to really um, I wouldn't say make it, but to really get your word and your music and your and in my case the prairie soul out to the world, you got yeah. you got to hit the road. You have to expand. That's really what like you know you get stagnant. There's a I I actually have. And sorry to interrupt. No, any other 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 artists listening that haven't hit the road or that play in town here, you'll be extremely surprised at how much more. Um, it's almost almost how much more respect you'll get from your, the the music community here mm-hmm. in Winnipeg when you go and you represent your hometown abroad. Yeah. Um, I noticed that after the first tour that I did yeah. with Dusty Rhodes Band, and it's. Uh, uh, when you get back to town, people are uh, you, you create a larger well, fan base. Well, for sure. Like if you're if you're following passion and everything, that's what people will notice, yeah. and that's what they respect. So if you're following up on things, mm-hmm. there's I think main the main motivation for me having an open mic and starting an open mic was to give people an opportunity to get up there and do to play on stage. Yeah. Because you get to see people, and I mean, like when I see Dusty and I see other guys in Winnipeg playing, and they seem they. They look so comfortable up there, and that comes from a lot of time on stage. Mm-hmm. You have to be as comfortable on stage as you are in your couch at home. So go to open mics, go to La Scala Thursday night at 9 p.m. and see some amazing stuff, right? Like <laughs> just get out there. And I don't know you, about being as comfortable as my couch <laughs> on home because yeah. you don't yeah. want to see me. <laughs> that's for that's for like, like no my purposes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can use your imagination. Yeah. Yes, I'd like to play with myself. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <It's a> solo. <laughs> 
Um, Ashley's going red. I know you guys can't see this, but uh, I like. Um. Anyway, so what is your individual songwriting process? I. It's just it's constantly being distilled. It's constantly being refined. What I like to come down to now is you know what write poetry, and then write music, write stuff on guitar. If the words go with it, then go with it like that. Mm-hmm. I've. It, you don't. You never know where it's going to come from. But you it, just got to keep. Yeah, writing. my my biggest things and my learning process of being a songwriter has been, um, knowing how to, um, I guess. Uh, get into that place of creativity, of inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest struggle um, throughout the years. But once you learn how to do that, then it just comes like talking. Or so much of it is like... You know, it just, it just becomes natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's being relaxed. It's if you try and force it, it never really works. No. Or you don't really create a song that is really from your soul. And, and that people will re- actually relate to. Yeah. Uh, I'm not one of those types of songwriters that, uh, you know, Here's a topic, and let's mm. write about this topic. Or it's only or like we need, a, we need a jingle or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's more. It's like more, yeah, per, like a I, lot of it for me, it's 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 experiences that I've had. Yeah. But I have ha- yeah. also written songs where I've thought of myself and put myself in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And how would they they uh, uh, speak their mind to that? Yeah, and I think that's what makes a lot of the songs that I write relatable to so many people. Exa- exactly, like a huge part of it being connectable music, relatable music, is that it's something that you experienced and that you want to share with somebody else and perhaps that somebody else had experienced and but don't have the gift. You can't, you know, it's hard. It is some, like even to speak for, even for us, like sometimes you get that idea and it's like, oh, I really want to tell this story, but I don't know how to get the words out or maybe make the music uh, compensate for those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so again, like, you know, the writing process is... Sometimes you can go and you do like a purpose writing thing like Dustin says where here's a topic, you write about it. It's not really going to be a hit song, but it's just for practice. You do, you know, baseball players, you go out and you swing the bat, and you hit yeah. the cages, you throw the ball around, right? You keep that stuff going. And then eventually you come down where, oh my goodness, how did this happen? Like yeah. weird, weird example, but I read a, read a blog or a, a story about a Taylor Swift songwriting process. Mm-hmm. And I, I always thought that her music because it was so popular that she had songwriters working for her. Yeah. And I believe she has a few, but um, a lot of her stuff is, is her doing it, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I think that's awesome. But um, yeah. she um, she keeps a, she keeps a diary, and yeah. she just writes and writes and writes, and sometimes it's like, okay, this is a song about a breakup or a yeah. love relationship, or which is a lot of her topics, and yeah. she kind of keeps them in those files. Yeah. It's like, this, this lyric could fit in there. Mm-hmm. And then she'll go back when it's time to, 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 to put a song together and just go through her, yeah. or, or she'll be stuck on a lyric or something, and then she'll go through her, her repertoire. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's important to keep writing things yeah. down. Yeah. You know, little tidbits here and there, so, yeah. Awesome. You never know where it's going to spark and just, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I recently started collaborating with, uh, with, uh, with a woman here in Winnipeg who's uh, <clears throat> never, uh, never performed in, in public. Uh, she's got a couple like videos on YouTube and stuff that she was uh, working with a friend a few years ago. But um, I, I heard her sing and, uh, and I thought, hey, she'd be cool to sing a couple of my songs. Because mm-hmm. I, I do write a lot for female vocals. Um, hence, I, I've worked with Saul James, who uh, I have a duo recorded with her called Trading Off Heartache. I did a lot of work with Jess Hare back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I didn't know she was a, such a great songwriter, and we ended up collaborating within 
seven and a half hours of working together, two sessions, we had four songs done and there's more coming. So, um, sometimes you just, it, it, it's, it's funny, but when it comes to the collaboration thing, I was always like, well, I don't feel I want to necessarily share the royalties. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's <laughs> that's a, part of it. It's like, you know, like, I really want this to be my, my soul, soul, but I'm yeah, just like, here's yeah. this. But you know, and, and uh, some of it is that that other person will hear something in your that, song that you never would have come up just with. Just a different perspective yeah. and all of a sudden, bam. Different and it makes it, different it, makes it, even it makes the song okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. So collaborations are like, don't be afraid to do it. Yeah, yeah. do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to, so I've messaged a couple of my friends. I'm like, hey, you want to collaborate? And they're like, yeah, and then it just never happens. But it's yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a it's it's hard to really plan it too. Just get together and just start making just music. Do it, yeah. yeah, just do it. Don't, don't really well, because you yeah. Sometimes it will be like, well, I feel inspired today. This guy not so much. Yeah. So it's like ah, how do you sched- how do you schedule inspiration? But if you if, if somebody is, it wears off and it mm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. Well, there's been days like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. um, I forgot we were actually like being recorded. So <laughs> <let's do that. laughs> I'd like to mention too, our show tomorrow at La Scala um, is, um, is by donation only. Mm-hmm. Um, we, but, uh, myself, I'm going to be releasing a new album uh, called Prairie, Prairie Soul. I've um, got a, an album as well, it's just called Patience. And, uh, and so we'll have some merchandise for sale and uh, it, the, the entrance fee is free. It's a, just a suggested donation of whatever you would like to do to help put some gas in our tank. Yeah, we're we're heading out there and we're doing it. You know, it's yeah. So, so it's for the people. Yeah, if you will. yeah and we're st- we're even to, at this point last minute uh, still booking a couple dates and uh, that we have free. So I'm um, mm-hmm. waiting to hear back from a few folks. Great. But it's been pretty good. Uh, pretty much every place that well, I've like asked has said yes. <laughs> the first day, yeah, the first day we got together, it, it was like clockwork. It was like we phoned places up. It's like okay, okay, yeah, yeah, get back to us whenever you can phone the next person and then between that time they would call back oh, yeah. and we had a confirmation it's like you gotta go you just gotta follow it you know yeah and, and oh one other thing to, to let other artists out there if you're booking your first tour doing that uh, a little tidbit of advice um use google like mad just look up town live music venues coffee shops all that yeah. stuff um, maybe you are similar to other artists the first tour i did i looked up um the perpetrators and um uh, Twilight Hotel and uh, local artists like that, Scott Nolan, mm-hmm. and uh, went to go see where they're touring and just uh, looked at their tour schedules on their website and just found out that way and did, did mm-hmm. it that That's way. Smart. So, That's clever. Yeah. So, really quickly, give me a quick, uh, what's the song you're going to play right now? I'm going to play a song called A Good Day. A Good Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the song, it was, uh, this is one of those, uh, if I may be completely candid, I'm, I, like to think that I'm a very honest person so if you people like to come up and talk and everything like that like please please do if you see us at La Scala or wherever you see us uh, if you see me on the street anyway the song came from I was actually like I was out drinking and uh, came home and it was it's just been such a good day and just kind of appreciating the gifts that you get through the day and it's like okay here we go this song is called a good day this is the one that's gonna reflect me and reflect like those those happiness times Soothe the song 
out your arms If you don't feel what It's a good day Hey, hey, it's a good day, baby 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 Hey, hey, it's a good day, baby Baby, 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 baby It's a good day, baby Thanks for listening to this episode of the Winnipeg Music Project. For more on local music makers, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music by Will and Art from Collector Studio, and a big thank you to UMFM for making this show possible.